Welcome to a couple of Rad Techs podcasts where we bring you an inside look at the world of radiology from the unique perspective of a married couple of radiologic technologists. Together, we have years of experience, exactly 30 years in the field, and we are here to demystify the science of medical imaging. Radiology is the unsung hero of the medical field, providing doctors with crucial images and information that help diagnose and treat illnesses. Join us as we explore the latest techniques, technologies, and innovations in radiology and discover the vital role we play in the healthcare industry. So come along for the ride as we share our passion for radiology as a married couple. Welcome everyone to our amazing program of Let's Chit Chat Wellness and Travel. We have Katie Campbell of Mindful Constitution with us today, and we are so excited to have Katie with us. I'm going to just tell you a little bit about Katie. She is a, she has an MS in nutrition and functional medicine. She helps us have realistic nutrition goals, sobriety, curiosity, anxiety, decrease energy, increase limiting beliefs, and perfect, excuse me, exiting out limiting beliefs and having purpose. We want to welcome Katie to our program today. Thank you so much for joining us, Katie. Thank you for having me. I love talking with you. Yeah. So I gave a little brief synopsis of who you are. Basically, you utilize the principles of functional medicine uh, and you work one-on-one with clients to help them identify underlying imbalances and ways to support them through a nutritional lens. I love that. But tell us who you are and what made you become, you know, this type of coach. Yeah, so I definitely approach uh, health through a nutritional lens uh, as kind of a foundation, but I really look at nutrition as kind of the gateway of building our foundation of health and expanding from there. Um, So yeah, I guess what specifically I love working on is helping people address their drinking habits. And I created a more outside of just my more general health coaching programs that deal with diet and off the plate lifestyle factors. I created a sober curiosity program for people who wanted to kind of hone in a little bit more on their drinking habits, get more mindful about our conditioning that underlies our thinking about drinking, uh, and just really investigate on a deeper level how it's impacting our overall well-being, the expression of our purpose, um, our health. It has a lot of uh, impact on our health, and I think that that's really minimized in our society and And I work with them to create healthy coping mechanisms as an alternative to drinking, since often we use drinking as um, a coping mechanism for stress. I know that's for sure. Um, So, yeah, the program itself was really inspired just by my own journey through my education with health and wellness. Obviously, my own drinking wasn't really in alignment with that. And on top of that, I just really felt like it wasn't helping me to maximize my, not only my health, but also my potential, my purpose in this world. I want to be able to give back and create a positive impact. And I just felt like it was really dimming me down. And so my main goal is to help people realize that you don't really have to wait until you have a problem. And I hope to kind of destigmatize the idea of alcoholism and that 
you know, aside from having uh, alcohol dependency, there's a wide gray area of people who drink that it may not be serving them. Uh, it may not be allowing them to reach their full potential. And so allowing space for them to investigate that is what my passion is. I love it. I love it. You guys, Sober Curiosity for Mindful Living is her signature program. I'm telling you, it blew my mind when we we talked and chatted about, you know, your your choice of niche in your health coaching because I have never met anybody who had this, you know, just specific genre of clientele and I think it is so valuable and so needed, Katie. I mean, I just love it because Working in the healthcare field for 20 years, I did not realize that every Friday I would come and just chill out on my couch with, you know, my favorite drink. And, you know, and I did it every Friday until someone brought out to my attention, you know, you, you did that every Friday. And I'm like, yeah, I have a rough day. You know, it was, Fridays are rough, you know, especially at this particular hospital I was working at. It didn't happen before that until I went to this certain level of trauma hospital and we saw a lot of things and I dealt with a lot of stressful situations and then you're, you know, what's going on at work period. And in your own personal life, it was just a way that I kind of just kind of laid back and kicked back on a Friday night. And it became so normal that I did not think anything about it. And I love in your, on your website, you have where you do not have to wait until you develop an addiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's just uh, interesting when you start getting mindful and looking at, you know, the reasons why you drink. And oftentimes it is just this settling into a life that maybe perhaps we're not fully fulfilled with. And so that's, for example, with your job, it was cultivating a lot of stress from you that slowly you put the pieces together and you realize like, wow, I'm drinking every week because my job is so stressful. And you know, it really makes you think, is this the best that my life can be that I have to lead a life that is mediated by drinking that I have to lead a life where I need to take the edge off every day. And my goal is to help people realize that you don't have to lead that type of life in which you need to medicate every day. And that the normalization of this, like, it's five o'clock somewhere, you don't need to you don't need to build a life where that's necessary. You can build a beautiful, inspired life that allows you to feel at peace and not feel the need to have a drink every day or a few drinks every day. Um, and yeah, and that's not even to talk about the implications on health, physical health, but I th- I think that oftentimes we just sort of normalize this relationship with alcohol that, it's not necessarily an addiction, but that is really preventing us from really having the life of our dreams. Yeah. And I think that's so important because I think it's like mental health. I've had psychiatrists and psychologists on the program and people always think, oh, mental health, that means, you know, I'm on medication or there's something wrong. No, we all need mental health days. We all have different levels of high and lows when it comes to our mental health. And I love how you take this what could be looked at as negative, but it's something that we all do. We all, you know, grab us a drink every now and then. There's some of us a little more regular, but becoming more mindful of what we're doing. I know I do that with my clients in health coaching when it comes to food or drinking water, but how often do we become mindful in things that can become addictive and detrimental, you know, like food, but like mm-hmm. alcohol, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, 100%. And I think what you mentioned about mental health, that's a perfect parallel to draw. Oftentimes, we think that mental health is only engaged in and when you're having marital problems or you're depressed or anxious and so many of these things similar to our medical system as it is you know we we do need a bit of a transition in mindset to more of this preventative optimization of health and that with mental health you can go for mental health maintenance you don't have to wait till you're depressed to go to see a therapist you don't have to wait until you're riddled with anxiety you can go on a regular basis to learn tools and to develop uh, a framework to manage when we're all going to have stress that arises we're all going to have you know bumps in the road throughout life and speaking with somebody who can help you cope along the way provide you with the tools necessary to manage that is going to minimize those fluctuations that are inevitable in life. And I think it's the same thing and the same principle with sober curiosity is that, you know, you can have a healthy dynamic with alcohol, but I think learning about how it can impact your body, your mental health, how we tend to lean on it for coping mechanisms, the conditioned societal norms that underlie our thinking, it can kind of really give you all the tools needed to have healthy relationship, no relationship, how to move forward when in situations when maybe you would want to lean upon alcohol, but then having that base of knowledge is going to kind of prevent you from doing that. So yeah, I think the parallel with mental health counseling is really, really cool that you yeah, brought It is. And you talked before, I know we've talked before about some of the things that can be, you know, results of a consistent drinking, you know, even if we're not over drinking, I, I do want to make sure we say that we're not talking mm-hmm. about, you know, addiction, alcoholism, over drinking. This is the preventive, but, you know, we talk about a health and wellness prevention all the time. This is talking about the prevention. So what are some things if someone is drinking every day, maybe, you know, just a little something or every week, how does that build up in the body? Like, what are some things that people can start to feel? Yeah, I think one of the most important things, and I know you and I have kind of talked about this before, is that the after effects of drinking can linger for 10 days. So if you're somebody who drinks more frequently than every 10 days, you're you're kind of never really allowing your body to get to its natural baseline, which I think is just a really important note to make. Um, And beyond that, uh, one major thing is anxiety that alcohol consumption on a regular basis has been shown to actually perpetuate anxiety, but also even in people who have no pre-existing anxiety, it can really ignite that. So I know that was a huge one for me. Um, It has big impacts on our sleep and circadian rhythms, which in turn can dysregulate a lot of our hormones, uh, hunger hormones, for example, so leptin and ghrelin get dysregulated with alcohol consumption, as well as dopamine. Um, And then I am also a big gut health nerd. And so I (laughs) love like seeing how just everything ties back into the gut. And so with alcohol, it definitely is inflammatory to our gut, uh, which has a cascade of effects beyond that, which uh, affects the brain gut axis. So uh, it's also, that's kind of how it perpetuates with different uh, mental issues like anxiety, but also with 
Nutrient absorption is minimized with gut inflammation. So that's a problem just across the board in terms of health. And the other important thing is that it compromises our immune system with this kind of codependent relationship the immune system and gut have and the inflammation that's caused there has a compromising effect on our immune system as well. When I think we all are really grasping the importance of our immune system. Yes. So yeah, it's just really all encompassing. There's so many more things, but even with my basis in functional medicine, um, it all ties in together and one impacts the other. And yeah, there's just even more. I could go on and on, but another last one I'll say is because of uh, how much research there is that shows about the beneficial effects of wine consumption on like cardiovascular health or blood pressure. Um, it really, I would say it's just safe to say that beyond like a glass, it really declines very rapidly into the exact opposite effects. It usually leads to hypertension, um, cardiovascular events. So it's definitely something to not be taken lightly when it comes to physical health, if you're going to be drinking on a regular basis. Yeah, I love that point. I mean, that was an eye opener because if I'm doing it every Friday, just, you know, like a little bit in the bottom of my little cute little glass, but I'm doing that every Friday. That's like every seven days, every seven days. So it never really gets mm -hmm. out of my bloodstream. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I ever really thought about that. I don't know how many of the listeners has ever thought about that as well, but that is a huge point. And then when you talk about gut health, we, we talk about that so much, you know, just the gut alcohol is full of sugar, you know, however we look at it, full of sugar and the sugar can do two things to us as well. Like you talked about, you know, it just is not a friend of inflammation. It doesn't work well with inflammation nor the immune system. So when we do things, we have to always be mindful of whatever we put into our body or introduce. How is it affecting us long term? How is it affecting deeper down than just the physical? You know, it really goes down yeah. to that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's also something to be said really about, you know, the context of your drinking. And and I think that there is plenty of people who can have a healthy relationship with alcohol and that they really drink in a healthy context as opposed to like a coping context. If you're having like a... Sorry, my dog. Oh, no, you're good. <laughs> if you're having... I'm going to let her out really quick. As oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. I'm back. Oh, that was pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. So um, I was just going to say with the contextual drinking or thinking of the context of your drinking. That's one thing I talk a lot about in my sober curiosity program is, you know, like what emotions are, are preceding your decision to drink and are you drinking because of negative emotions or are you enjoying a ritualistic glass of wine with a loved one and you're enjoying a nice meal? I think there's a, there's a lot to consider. And so even though obviously sober curiosity and the creation of the program has made me like, holy moly, you know, there's all these negative effects of alcohol, which we all kind of know, but I just really dove in on a deeper level. 
and like looking more at the social conditioning and all of these things, it's made open my eyes a lot. But I do think that uh, to the negative effects, but I do think that there's room for for people to have a healthy relationship with alcohol if they're very mindful of that and that we've just gotten so used to being mindless about our alcohol consumption that it's hard to strike that balance now. Well, we've become so mindless about a lot of things. I mean, you know, it's That's just, right, I tell you, we've become mindless about a lot of things. We've got to become more mindful, you know, you guys, just to, in so many areas. But I just, I really love, because addiction is huge, not huge, but my family, I think a lot of families can identify with addiction. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, my family is one, and addiction doesn't have to be too just, you know, alcohol. Addiction to anything, um, you know, is not good. You know, you want to have control and, you know, be mindful of everything when it comes to our food, when it comes to, you know, how much we eat, because, you know, alcohol, any of those things out of balance can have a detrimental effect, not only on us physically, but mentally as well. And you've hit on a lot of amazing points. I love how you have all of these great programs, but you know, the one that really caught my eye was the sober curiosity. How often do you run that program? And give us one little takeaway that clients can look at, can gain from in sober curiosity for mindful living. Yeah. As of right now, I run the program. I don't have it on a set schedule. I run as clients enroll. However, as like it continues to grow, I am thinking for my own streamlining to and also for group facilitation i would really like had some people together at the same time but my predominant reason for wanting it to be streamlined would be to get more of a group facilitation because i think that that would be super supportive for everyone going through it i do have a free facebook group that's sober curiosity for mindful living so it's kind of a nice um free like taste of what the program would be like. But beyond that, it's just on an individual basis as clients choose to sign up for 60 days. Um, and then it's the same thing with my other programs as well. So just okay. on a rolling basis. Amazing. So you guys check out Sober Curiosity for Mindful Living. The website is mindfulconstitution.com, but you have a freebie as well. Yes. Uh, three ways to drink more. Uh, drink less. I was, I was say, did you see my face when you said that? I went like, huh? That's <laughs> uh, the opposite of everything. I've been <laughs> that was so funny. I went like, huh? Yes, it's just three quick ways to drink less this weekend. So um, that's available. If you want to just pop into my group or check out my Instagram, I'll be adding it to my link tree. Um, Yeah, so this has been amazing. Our conversations always and you're doing an amazing job, uh, especially helping ones because we talked about this last time I I had a had a client in we were doing our detox. And one thing that was not on the radar of our conversation together was about anything about drinking. Mm-hmm. It never was like a conversation that we had because she wasn't an alcoholic. She, you know, she had a, a great, has a great job functioning, you know, mm-hmm. person. So we, we didn't, we didn't even talk about that. But after she did the detox by like month two or three, or she started learning these habits of healthy eating. And she's like, I realized 
that I was having a drink. You know, margarita was her amazing drink of choice. And she has some good margaritas. Don't get me wrong. She has some great flavors. <laughs> but and she's a beautiful bar at her home. Has this beautiful setup of a bar. I mean, it is to die for. Mm-hmm. It's all for looks, you know. But she was like, I didn't realize how many margaritas I had in a week. And it's this cute little small petite drink. But she was like, I didn't realize it. And she wondered why she was a little sluggish, why she couldn't get the weight off, you mm-hmm. know, and some other things, other things. And her skin just started glowing. Yeah. Just in a matter of months. And now she still has her margaritas. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. it made her more mindful. of Exactly. And yeah. yeah, that's amazing. And I think that is the one thing. It's so funny how a lot of times when people don't have readily have a problem that they're willing to like recognize and their drinking hasn't created too, too many problematic issues in their life when they're going on their, they don't really think about it until they're going on like a weight loss journey or a health journey. And even then it's so surprising how long it takes to get to that point with clients where they're finally like, okay, these three glasses of wine every night. And you're like, well, yes, that is something. Yeah. (laughs) That needs to be talked about like a little bit here to talk about the impact of, you know, when you're working so hard, I'm sure you can relate when you're working so hard to lose weight, even just a few like glasses of wine here and there, it can just really like two steps forward, one step back. And it's, it's hard when you're trying to implement all these habits and sustainable habit change and address instilled patterns it can be super difficult with no alcohol involved with no regression so when you have the alcohol thrown in there and somebody's like really moving forward at a slower pace it starts to really be a mental battle so yeah. i drawing their attention to it a little more is super helpful well i love our conversations i love what you're doing and you guys follow Katie over at Instagram on mindful.constitution over at mindfulconstitution.com and be sure to grab the freebie three ways to drink more less this weekend. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I realized that was wrong. I was like, that's why she said it. So we both got it. I was like, oh my goodness. So oh my gosh, I was like, funny. wait a second. I was going to put a little spin to it. I'm going to edit it where it's funny. But <laughs> I'm gonna edit oh it. <laughs> so, we do any self care? <laughs> so that's so funny. Okay, it's gonna that's be hilarious. It's gonna be a good little blooper in there, but I'll edit it, make it kind of funny. But <laughs> please, you guys, check out her freebie: three ways to drink less this weekend. And I mean, you guys, you cannot go wrong. Uh, we definitely want you. Hopefully, you took something from this. If you're watching the replay, put hashtag replay. If you're listening to this on our podcast, we thank you. And Katie, as always, it's been an amazing time, well spent time, and I've learned so much. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, and let's chit chat, wellness, and travel. We'll be back next time. I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. Thank you so much for listening. This is just one of the many free resources I offer to my clients to dump unhealthy habits and begin living. Be sure to visit my website for more free resources and health coaching. Again, thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast with others so they can join the Let's Chit Chat podcast. Have a great day, you guys. See you next episode.